0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 106 as the psalmist praises God for his goodness. He led Israel through the Red Sea and did not destroy them, even though they often rebelled against him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. In Psalm 106, the psalmist
0: is living in a time of spiritual decline when the people had been taken captive by foreigners because of their sins. Now his hope was that he would live to see God's restoration of the nation. So he writes this psalm and it is really a contrast Sort of like a black and white photo, the white contrasting the black. In this case, it is God's goodness contrasting the people's rebellion against him. Psalm 106. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice and he who does righteousness at all times. So this begins with a praise the Lord. The Hebrew is hallelujah. And we can see there are so many reasons to give God praise because of his goodness and his enduring mercy. Now he says, who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? We can and should try to repeat what God has done both in history and in our personal history, we should let our children and grandchildren hear the stories of faith. And may God open doors for us elsewhere and open our mouths to be his witnesses sharing the mighty acts of the Lord. Now he said, blessed are those who keep justice. The person who keeps justice, the one who pursues righteousness, blesses himself For the Lord's commandments will bring life, peace, and joy if we keep them. And then those blessings overflow to others around us. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. O visit me with your salvation, that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. So remember me with your favor. Don't we all want the Lord to remember us with his favor, with his grace? Certainly we don't want him to deal with us in his anger. Fortunately, God is gracious toward his people. And we who have received his son are now the objects of his fatherly affection and compassion. So let us always hope in his salvation, for that is the helmet to protect our heads that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones. Now, God's chosen ones receive countless benefits. Salvation, the Lord's presence, protection and provision, the assurance of divine purpose being worked out in our lives. Because God chooses us according to his foreknowledge, we can rest in the fact that we cannot surprise or disappoint him. So may the confidence in his manifold blessings Spur us on to love and good works, and keep us far from grieving the Holy Spirit by our sins. That I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation. What joy we have in Christ, that we can rejoice in the covenant promises God gave to Abraham and his descendants. We may glory with his inheritance, because in Christ we are the inheritance of the Lord. Verse 6, we have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. They did not remember the multitude of your mercies, but rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Now, the psalmist is not merely judgmental of the sins of others with no regard to his own. Rather, he includes himself in the sins of their fathers. And that kind of humility is always blessed by God when we take ownership of our own sins. So what their fathers began in forgetting and forsaking the Lord, they had continued. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. God performed many miraculous wonders in Egypt to deliver his people from bondage, but the children of Israel did not understand. They saw the acts, but they didn't perceive the significance of them. Would God go to so much trouble to deliver them with an outstretched arm and mighty hand, only to let them perish in the wilderness? Likewise, we often miss the lessons that God is trying to show us by answering our prayers. Do we understand that he will never leave us or forsake us? If he delivers us, it's going to mean that he's going to continue to protect us, Christ purchased us with his own blood, and he's not willing to lose us. But when they came to the Red Sea, it was a test. You see, the mountains were on one side, the Red Sea on another, and Pharaoh's army was closing in on them to take them out. So how did they respond? Exodus 14.11 says, They said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? It didn't take long for the murmuring to start, and they didn't trust the Lord. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it dried up. So he led them through the depths, as through the wilderness. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. Now, this is the first nevertheless that we come to. And it was nevertheless God saved them for his name's sake. You see, even though they rebelled, nevertheless God saved them. Now he did this for his own name's sake so that he could demonstrate his power not only to Israel, but also to the world. God rebuked the Red Sea. Its waters split. They obeyed the Lord's command. The wind also submitted to God and dried out the bed of the sea to make it dry ground for Israel as they crossed over. God then redeemed Israel from the enemy. You see, he designed the entire situation so that he could gain honor over Pharaoh, his army, and the Egyptian gods. And when the Egyptians tried to cross, the waters obeyed again and now drowned Pharaoh's army. Israel was redeemed from the tyranny of Egypt forever. They believed his words and sang his praise when they saw this. But how long would it last? They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. So sadly, they soon forgot his works and they didn't wait for his counsel. The very next difficulty they encountered, they just pushed ahead in their self-will and pride, demanding what they wanted. What sadness comes upon God's people when in their self-sufficiency they do not wait for His counsel. Instead, the children of Israel lusted for meat in the wilderness. They were not satisfied with the heavenly bread, the manna that God was giving them daily that was formed to meet all of their needs. But they were like spoiled children, turning up their noses at the nutritious dinner made by mother, and demanding that they have potato chips instead. They put up such a fuss that God gave them their request by providing abundant quail in the desert, but he also sent leanness to their soul. Their craving became a curse. Sometimes the worst thing that can happen to a person is for God to give them what they want. May we rather submit our wants to his will. When they envied Moses in the camp and Aaron, the saint of the Lord, the earth opened up and swallowed Dathan and covered the faction of Abiram. A fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. And so these fellow Levites, Korah and others, said, Moses, you've taken too much upon yourself. God speaks to us like he speaks to you. And who do you think you are, you know? So they envied Moses and Aaron. And God was so angry at this that the earth split open and swallowed them up. Now, Korah's descendants were not swallowed up. They continued in the temple later on. But Dathan and Abiram, they were swallowed up. But because of their rebellion, 250 Levites joined in and offered their censers before God. And God burned them up uh, as a sign of their rebellion and of their insolence against God and against Moses and Aaron. Verse 19, They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped the molded image. Thus they changed their glory into the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God their Savior who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, awesome things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them Had not Moses, his chosen one, stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he destroy them? So while Moses was up on Mount Sinai with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights, they went to Aaron and said, We don't know what happened to Moses, so make us a God to go before us. And here's our gold. And Aaron made the golden calf and said, Okay, this is the God that brought you out of Egypt. And they forgot their Savior. This was the core problem. They forgot about God. They forgot who He was. They forgot that He could not possibly be represented by an idol made of gold. And in fact, they were violating the first two of the Ten Commandments that they had already promised they would keep. And so... God, as a result, was angry with them, was going to destroy them. But Moses stood in the gap. The image is Moses standing in the breach or the gap of a wall to protect the city from the invading force. In this case, the invading force was God's wrath. And he would have destroyed Israel had Moses not been the intercessor. And he said, God, what are you doing? You can't destroy your people. If you do this, then what are the nations going to say? They're going to say that you took them out of Egypt only to kill them in the desert. And so he turned the wrath of God away from them so that he did not destroy them. But throughout this psalm, the psalmist is pointing out the history of Israel. Again, God had been so good to them, delivering them, giving them salvation, protecting them. But again and again, they rebelled against him. And we will continue this tomorrow. May God help us to learn from these lessons of history in the life of Israel and not make the same mistakes they did. Not just take the benefits and the blessings of God and then forget
1: about God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible. The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website Tomorrow we conclude Psalm 106 as the psalmist continues listing Israel's acts of defiance and idolatry. God was angry with his people, yet he regarded their affliction. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.